That's Robert Miles and Children from 1996. The time is 1.40. As I said, my guest Frank <laughs> got dropped off to the wrong building, so I'm afraid he's had to do a little bit of a marathon and come up to the studio, but he's okay. He's taking a deep breath. And um, just to start off now, every Monday, you know that I invite a guest into the studio who has a real story to tell about their life interests and ambitions and this week my story is from Frank Donnelly he joins me to tell me about how he thinks that everyone actually has a story to tell and we should all find the author within us he's now written a number of children's books and would love to help others to do the same and Frank joins me now in the studio to tell us his story good afternoon to you Frank well good afternoon (laughs) out there in radio land how exciting to be here how lovely to have you and I'm sorry about this like you've had to kind of do a little bit of a marathon to get into the oh, studio. Oh, look, that's OK. It's just part of my morning these days. <laughs> OK. Well, <laughs> fit it into your regime. Now, before we talk about your books and, <clears throat> you know, your interests, tell me, first of all, a little bit about yourself and your background. Oh, lovely. OK. Um, I'm, I'm actually originally from Melbourne, Australia, mm-hmm. and uh, came out to Hong Kong about 13 years ago. Uh, to take on a teaching position uh, in an international school, which was very exciting for me because it was my first international posting. Mm-hmm. Um, but teaching in Melbourne and teaching internationally is completely different. Um, I found it very exciting and came for two years, and here I am 13 years later. <laughs> so um, many people say that. I know. I'm, but I'm no longer teaching. I'm I'm now freelancing. Okay. But um, it's a very exciting place, and, and I love it. I love it. So where did this you so you've really been involved with children you've been teaching and what subject were you teaching you was drama as yes, well Yes I was teaching drama um which I think is the best subject to teach I mean who wants to get stuck in the world of equations really <laughs> I mean drama is so much fun and you know it's a great opportunity for kids to uh, express themselves and you know and try things and and feel safe about doing it so that sort of thing really appealed to me and of course um, the whole idea of being creative and the whole idea of expressing that creativity appealed to me as well Mm. and it still does and that's why I do what I do yeah so now when did this kind of interest in writing come along Um, because I know perhaps you know in the last couple of years with the pandemic so many people have been in their homes they've kind of been confined they've not really been able to do too much so where did this come from yeah look it's it's interesting because I didn't do any of the writing during the pandemic Uh, yes it was all done it was all done at my busiest time ever. (laughs) okay so um, each each book uh, took a had a different journey. Um, you know, I, I tackled each book in a different way, and I can talk about that later if you like. But um, I guess it was never really about the writing. It mm-hmm. was really about a different way of expressing some of my ideas and expressing, you know, some of the creative things that had been rattling around in my head. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd often <clears throat> I'd often heard people, especially teachers, say. Oh, you know, I've always wanted to write a teach uh, a children's book, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and um, and I've always said, oh, that's great, that's great. Why don't, why don't you do it? And, and they say, oh, I just don't have the time, but I'm going to do it one day. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, you know, I've I've always wanted to write a teacher's um, a teacher's book, a children's book, uh-huh. but never actually said it. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I wonder if I can do it. Okay. And so I just sat down one day and thought about my dog, mm-hmm. and the mischief that that dog gets up to. And I thought, I wonder if I could just write a little scene 
and see what it comes out like. Mm-hmm. And so I just wrote, wrote some words, drew some pictures and created the scene of my dog walking up and down the fence line, protecting the house against the possums. Okay. Right? And that's okay. all. Uh-huh. I, I didn't have a plan. That's all I wanted to do. Uh-huh. And then I thought, gee, that looks like fun. And the next thing I, I, I did, I um, wrote another scene and then I attached another scene. And before I knew it, I'd had 20 or 30 pages. That's fantastic. And there was no plan. Mm -hmm. It Mm -hmm. was just to see what it would come out like and if I could do it. Mm -hmm. And so I fine-tuned it and I thought, gee, this is not too bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I published it. Great. And how many books now have you actually written and published? Well, I've published five. Okay. Uh, One of them, though, is a translated book into Chinese, uh-huh. um, but I have a, another two or three on the go. On the go, <laughs> and it's it's one of those things where you know too many ideas, and they just sit there. They're brilliant. So now, are they all revolving around your dog? Is it like no. other stories? Oh, they're different subjects. Yeah, completely different. And and to what extent are you? You obviously spend a lot of time working with children. Um, are a lot of those books inspired by the children and some of the activities that they get up to and things like that? I don't know whether it's a, it revolves around their, their activities, but I find children inspiring anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, The things that they say, you know, the things that they do, their perspective on the world, you know, I mean, they draw me into that way of seeing. And so it makes it, it is very inspirational and it's, it's very easy to, come up with ideas and try stuff and not be afraid of making the mistakes Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. so I do find a lot of inspiration in children and and do the books like you know I suppose so many books that are for children always have some underlying sort of um, you know message or Mm. some sort of thing to help them or to make them understand something do your books have that I guess they do. Yes. Yeah. I so, guess what they are do. the kind of issues that you're looking at? Um, well, let's see. Let's see. the The first book, the one that revolved around Monty the dog, mm-hmm. it was all about being tolerant. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because it starts off with you know conflict, but in the end, uh, it's live and let live, mm-hmm. and the possums go their way, he goes his way, you know, and the world is at peace. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, with the second book, which was Wilson and the Smiling Cloud, it was all about you need to be a friend to make a friend. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's about a young boy that has no friends, no brothers, no sisters, no pets, you know, strict mum and dad, and he finds a friend in the clouds. Oh. You know, and, um, and so they form this bond and go out and play oh. and do all sorts of things. That's so sweet. I so, suppose with the clouds, you can see all sorts of images and clouds, can't you? They uh, turn well, into all sorts of things. It's quite interesting. I want yeah. to read the book now. Okay. <laughs> all right. So now, how have the how have the books gone down then? I mean, like, do you get some feedback from some of the kids who are looking? Look, the kids love them. I mm-hmm. mean, um, especially especially if I read it to them. But yeah, they do like it. Um, I, I do these. I do workshops and I mm. do presentations around the schools and and uh, we we I sell a few, but. Um, the the ones that the, the, the kids usually like 
the Wilson one, mm-hmm. and usually like the Dasher and Faye, which is about the seagull and the girl oh, going on an adventure. Yeah, sounds very nice. And you know, when you when you were saying that you know you started to write one page and then you wrote another mm. page, um, just writing because I always feel I mean I write a little bit of poetry, but I have to be inspired, but to write it, you know, it suddenly comes to me and then it comes out and then I write it. But you know, for you to write the books. Is it usually quite a fast thing for you to do? I mean, do you have to be inspired? Might, something triggers it and then you think, oh, yes, this is good. I'm going to write this down. Okay. How does it go? Yeah, look, it, it's different. Uh, each book that I've written, I've written completely in a completely different way. Okay. Um, as I said, with the first one, it went from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. I mean, it even mentions Genghis Khan. <laughs> I mean, I didn't sit there and think, I'm going to write a, a book about my this. dog and <laughs> mention Genghis Khan. <laughs> it just you came know, naturally. It, it, just, it just happened to be part of how I was feeling on that day because okay. it was written over many days or many weeks. Whereas the cloud one, I sat down and did thumbnails and mm-hmm. planned it. Okay. And so I had the story from Go to Woe in one sitting, but no words, mm-hmm. just the ideas. Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I sat down to write them, I had a bit of a pathway to go along. Mm. The third book, I drew a picture and then decided I would write what I saw in the picture. And it was a whole lot of imaginary creatures, okay. you know, uh, unreal creatures. That's quite nice. And I thought, that's a great poster. I'm just going to keep that. So there's no hard and fast rule here. So this really takes me to the whole mission that you have now and that, you know, if you look at your website... There's um, there's advice there about if somebody wants to. You think that everyone can write a book? Yeah, absolutely. So so I mean, I want to write a book. So where do I start then? You start. Okay. <laughs> you just start. Okay. The first book I started at the beginning. The second book I started overall. Mm-hmm. Like I looked at the whole picture. This mm-hmm. one I was talking about with the poster. That book started in the middle. Because mm-hmm. then I looked at that and asked what happened before there mm-hmm. and what happened after. Mm-hmm. And there was my story. Yeah, there is this kind of thing, I suppose, when you think about writing, you think, okay, I have to start on the front page and I have to do an introduction and I have to know where I'm going. But that's not, that doesn't really apply, no, does no, it? No, not true at all. That's you know, and that's, um, you know, and that was my most, that was the most enjoyable one to write because I had no idea where I was going with it. But I just kept asking myself these questions. Mm-hmm. You know, what's happened here? What's happened before that? How did we get to this point? Mm. Now, I've got all the details on my Facebook page. You can have a look at some of the books and you can also look at, there's a link for Frank's website on Saudi Osmani on Radio 3 RTHK. Now, talk me through what's on your website because you also cover, you know, you've done some of the illustrations in this in these books as well, haven't you? I've done you? them all, yes. So your website covers like, there's little activities. Tell me how you are sort of, gradually getting people to learn how to how to write what are the kind of basic stages then well uh, i i usually start this is this is what i i say to the to the children mm-hmm. usually is that you need to come up with an idea or you need to be inspired mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. and so i talk about monty and how he inspired me and then i got some ideas around that and i put the words and pictures down not all at once, just in scattered, you know, in a scattered way. The um, the one I wrote about the seagull and the 
and the the girl mm-hmm. well i was inspired by this huge seagull mm-hmm. that landed on a pylon while i was at barry island mm-hmm. you know barry island yes i've heard okay, of that okay yes. that's uh, uh-huh. gavin and stacy land yes <laughs> so we, we were there on a holiday and uh-huh. this huge seagull and i it, it was the size of an alsatian it was huge <laughs> so it landed right near my head and i thought you could carry me away yeah and um and i thought wow you belong in a book uh-huh. You belong in a story. Uh-huh. And he flew away and I never saw him again, but oh, yeah. I couldn't get him out of my head. Yeah. And so all of a sudden these ideas came about the seagull and one of the kids on the beach and how they went away, how they went on an adventure and explored the area of Barry Island, mm-hmm. not mentioning it, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got up to all sorts of things and they ended up being great friends at the end. Now, that was the inspiration, the ideas that came from that, came from what I saw mm-hmm. and what my environment was, then I just put the words down and drew the pictures. So anyone can do that. I mean, are you encouraging young kids to do this or just really anyone who would like to write a book? Everybody's got a story. Mm-hmm. Everybody. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's really interesting that the last two schools that I went to, um, I got emails from teachers separately from those schools mm-hmm. asking for help on mm-hmm. getting started mm-hmm. to write a book. And is there still, I mean, you know, uh, people are looking at books and, and there is something else about actually holding a book and going through a book. It's lovely. It's oh, a it's lovely great. feeling yeah. to have a book in your hands, yeah. right? But are you finding that, you know, th- these stories of yours, would they be online as well as, as in book form? I mean, you know, are kids still wanting to look at books? It's something that we must encourage. Yes. But. Look, I um, I haven't gone down the, the Kindle path. Uh-huh. Only because all my books are double spreads, mm-hmm. and so, so you get it loses, it loses yeah, all the continuity and all the, right. the joy. And so I'm happy not to sell a book. Mm-hmm. I, I really am. I'm just happy to be able to uh, share and inspire kids and, uh, and adults to write and read. And have you, like, for instance, since you've started this off and you've been, been encouraging people, to, has somebody taken it on and actually produced a book and come back to you and said, listen, thank you very much, that's because of you? Uh, uh, kids, yes. Oh, really? Yes. Kids, I've got, um, I've had kids that have, one kid that's published and the others have all published mm-hmm. for the library. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, at, for their own per- the school. For, for the school and there's library. a special shelf and they get scrutinised and then they go up there and, and other kids can read them. They're all handwritten. Yeah. And what kind of stories are they writing? Oh. I mean, it's, it's just quite interesting because yeah. it's lovely to get it, you know, directly from children, the types of things that get their interest. It's, it's all about stuff I don't understand. Okay. Right? It's all about stuff like, you know, um, zombies or unicorns or video games or, you know, that's where they draw their, their characters from and their inspiration. Yeah, well, obviously you that's know. how they spend their and, time. And usually they start and they don't have a much of a middle and the end is somewhere. Wow. <laughs> but the important thing is that they do it. Mm-hmm. They get started and they actually... And who knows where it will lead? I think just putting words together and thinking about pictures, that in itself is a great creative act. And I think that's kind of education in itself. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think, um, you know, the hardest part with all of this is beginning. Mm -hmm. You know, don't don't worry about the end. Don't worry about the final product. Yeah. You know, do, do the work and the rest will come. 
Yeah, you know. well, that's fantastic. So now, just to end, um, tell me now, what kind of advice would you give anyone who's wanting to start now? They can go to your website. They can do whatever. As you said, you've just yeah. said, it's just to start wherever it is. Um, you know, what things may they f- find hard to do? I think that one of the biggest challenges that young writers or new writers have is that they think it's not good enough or they think that it's got to be perfect before they move on. Mm-hmm. And I say... Don't think like that. I say get started. Be prepared to do three, four, five, ten drafts, all right? Be prepared not to publish it. Um, Just be prepared to begin, Mm -hmm. all right? So don't put all those self-blocks Yeah, those hurdles you shouldn't look at. You should just keep doing it, yeah. And, and, you know, they're self-inflicted. Yeah. But, yeah, just do it. Just just do it and have fun, you know? And that's what it's all about, Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, look at me here. I had no plans of ever selling a book. I still don't really. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. if it comes, it comes. I'm, but I'm really happy to talk about it and I'm really happy to talk to other people about it. Yeah, and I think it's an inspiration. I think, as you say, the most important thing is is just to to get in there and, and start writing. Yeah. And it might be something that you want to convey to somebody yeah. and you want to tell them about go for that subject and, yep. and just go for it. Frank, thank you so much for coming in today. And I'm sorry you had a bit of a run, but right. uh, I've got a track lined up for you, Crosby, Stills and Nash, and Teach Your Children. So um, thank you very much for coming. And I wish you luck with all those books. And people can have a look at the website and have a look at some of the books that you've actually published. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.